This Siddur Snippet Series is sponsored by Dr. Robert and Judy Brooks in memory of her mother and wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther Bas Yaakov. And we last left off, we were discussing describing the angels, the Malachim above, who really are role models for us here down below, that they are Mekablim Aleim, they receive upon themselves Olmachu Shemaim. And we discussed why is it an Ol? Why is Torah Ol Torah and Ol Machu Shemaim? Why are these things described Ol Mitzvos? Why are they described as a yoke? It should be the opposite. They should be sweet and delicious. They should be fantastic and phenomenal. Why are they a yoke and a burden? So we saw several interpretations. Rabbi Chalevi Epstein, the Baruch Shammar says, they are not the burden, it's the obstacle. The effort it takes to eliminate or overcome the Sahara, the Soor Shabisa, that which is blocking them, the impediments that are trying to deter us from doing that which is right, the effort it takes to do what's right, that is the all, that in fact is the, is the burden. Why do Malachim feel an all? Why is it hard for them? The Shemishmu, the Sachet Shever said, because an all, what is a burden? When one has to go against their nature. The Malachim would rather stay upstairs. They'd rather cling to the Almighty. The fact that they have to come down to fulfill a mission, that is opposite their nature, and therefore for them, it is an old. And the same is true for us. We have to go opposite our nature. Many of us would rather be lazy, would rather do nothing. And that we too have a shlichus like the angels, we have a mission. We have a purpose that we're here. We are asked to transcend our nature and nevertheless to fulfill the mission and purpose that we're here. That is the way that we emulate and imitate the angels. All that we said in the past. Why is it aleim? It could easily have said, The angels receive, they accept the all machus, the yoke of heaven. What do you mean aleim? What does it mean they accept it upon themselves? I believe Chasman writes that you can be externally. You can say all the right things. And you can superficially, externally, do all the right things. Go to Minyan three times a day. Go to the Dafyomi, give Tzedakah. You can externally be going through all the right motions on the outside. But if it's not Aleim, if it doesn't penetrate, if you don't absorb it, if it doesn't transform who we are, then it remains only skin deep, only superficial. Bisro Salanta used to say that one can recite Shema. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. You can declare the oneness, the uniqueness, the unity of Hashem's existence. And we know the way we say Shema reflects, even in the I and the Dalet and the sh- all the letters, reflect the many directions. When you say Shema, you're supposed to think about the six directions around us. That you're accepting Omachu Shemaim, coronating God in every direction. So Rav Yisrael Salanter would say that a Jew can recite Shema, tremendous kavana, can recite Shema with great sincerity. And they're coronating God in every direction except one. They're coronating God outward everywhere, but not at all into themselves. And that is the mission, that is our mandate, and that is the way we emulate the angels, is mekablim alehem. The idea is not to only superficially lip service externally actions, but one has to absorb and has to penetrate, it has to transform who we are, to feel the presence of Hashem in our life, to feel responsible and accountable to Him, to feel His love and embrace of us, to feel that the weight of the yoke of heaven, that we are not the end all and be all, we're not the beginning and the end, but there's a Creator, there's an Almighty, and He put us here for a reason, there's something that we need to do, and we need to feel that not only on the outside, but the inside as well. 
And so what are these angels? One from the other. So first they're Makabel, and then First they receive from one another, and then they give one another. They receive together, and then they give permission to one another to sanctify the one who formed them. And how do they do it? With pure sweet speech. They do it with a sense of nachas ruach. You know, sometimes a person, again, on the outside is shuckling wildly, wildly. A person is trying to out from the other and what is visible, what we can observe. But the malachim are benachas ruach, benachas. The way they carry themselves and the way they sanctify Hashem's name. They give permission to one another to sanctify, but the way they give permission is not by uh, beating the other over the head. The way they do it is benachas ruach. They do it in serene spirit. And with a safa varura, with a poor, pure speech of an iman, a sweet melody, kedusha kulam ke'echad, all of them proclaim his holiness, onim v'omrim v'yira, and unified together as one, they declare with awe of Hashem. That is the introduction of the section of kedusha that we have in the birchas Krishma. This description of the back and forth of the angels who are mekablim aleim omachushemayim, and then they are nosnim rishus zelazeh. We'll just uh, end tonight with an insight of Rav Yeruchim in his Das Torah, Rav Yeruchim of the Mir in uh, Bracious writes about this Mechablim and about this Nosnim. He says, Sora davaru ki kol asibos kulahim be'emez ba'alma de'eschayin de'eschasyon ve'kulam ha'omdos b'shove yasho liyad asiba harishona. Everything stems from the first cause. Everything comes from the first the, the source of it all. That we are, when we position ourselves to be mekablem venosnim, the yin and the yang, to know when to receive and when to give. To receive in order to be in a position to give. You need to receive in order to be able to give, and that balance between the two, to be mekablem venosnim, is among the ways that we imitate and emulate the Malachim.